Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another Queen Deep Dive episode. It's been far too long since I explored Queen's ninth album, Flash Gordon, their one and only official soundtrack album, sort of. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. But today, I'm not talking about one. I'm not talking about two. I am talking about three Queen songs, back to back to back. I decided at the beginning of this album that it made sense to talk about these in various chunks together because of the progression of the story of the film. And these are brief themes. These are not full-on realized conventional songs. I shouldn't say they're not realized. They're entirely realized. This is Queen, after all. But they are much more brief than anything else we get from the guys, really. Save maybe one other quote-unquote track, which is way down the road, and that's its whole thing. I imagine I might talk about that track for half an hour, (laughs) despite its brevity. But anyway, back to the episode today. Yes, we are covering dives number 101, 102, 103. And two of them are by our wonderful Brian May, guitarist, astrophysicist, Moody May. I love Brian. I love his writing. He's so wonderful. And one of them is from our favorite frontman, Freddie Mercury. Marvelous Mercury. Mad Mercury. And I mean that in the most lovable way. So let's dive right in, shall we? First, well, a little recap. Remember on my previous episode, we talked about Arborea, Planet of the Tree Men, which is a very minimalistic, slightly soul-infused offering from Mr. John Deacon. Yes, there is soul in that track. It's subtle, but it's there. And then there was, of course, Escape from the Swamp, a lovely number from Roger Taylor. And today... After the escape, we're diving into Flash to the Rescue first. This is track number 11 on Queen's ninth album, Experimental New Age Rock. And we're at a comfortable 113 beats per minute in a time signature of 4-4 in the key of A minor. There's a lot of that happening on the album, actually. Specifically. Flash's theme, which is in A minor. A lot of offerings from Freddie are in A minor on this album. It's interesting. At least it feels like a lot of them are. I'd have to go back specifically to look, but yes. In fact, the previous number from Roger was also in A minor, but this gives the album a wonderful consistency, a marvelous flow. I wonder if this was intentional or if this was entirely... A happy accident to have all of these contributions from all... Did I just say contributions? Weird. I think I did. Wow. All of these contributions from each of the boys in A minor. Ties it all together. And of course, this is Flash to the rescue. So he's on his way. He's coming. After escaping from the swamp, he's on his way to take care of business. This is an echo of Flash's theme as you may guess, with the same pounding bass and piano, which persists through pretty much the entirety of the composition. Bursts of our beloved, 
gosh. Ah, plenty of dialogue tells the story sprinkled among those sneaky synthesizers, the arpeggio and burst onto the soundscape. It's like the minimal remix. I've also read the depressed mix of Flash's theme, this little flash to the rescue, heavily accented with sound effects and chatter. Lots of dialogue here. The tension builds. Accidentals. Timpani. We're going to talk about that timpani again. I love when Roger busts out the timpani, those massive drums. A fanfare complete with a crescendo for the ages. This was never played live. And honestly, it could have been a fun little segue. It could have been a fun intermission piece. I don't know, maybe three of the guys could have played it while one bowed out for a moment and took a breather. Just a thought, was never played live. It is quite experimental. So perhaps that is why. But this is... The Flash's theme reprise, or not. Very similar with appropriately lingering synths, those fanfares. And I love how we can hear every melody and harmony of the guys singing the theme here. Because this is much more minimal, stark, we don't have an overwhelmed arrangement that's been heavily produced. We have something that is stripped down. It's almost a more acoustic version somehow, even though this is absolutely littered with synthesizers. And are those lasers shooting a lot of sound effects? When you hear the dialogue of the film, it sounds so serious and threatening, a lot more than it did watching the film, actually. Expansive winds, a buildup, anticipation, preparation, and drums and synths, that fanfare that dramatically shifts Those timpani that echo 2001, a space odyssey, and all the epicness that comes with it exploding into Volton's theme. Attack of the Hawkmen. This is dive number 102, track 12 on Flash Gordon. And this is Mr. Mercury's composition. And a fantastic transition from the previous track, if I might add. Absolutely flawless. When you listen to this, It's difficult to pinpoint exactly where the transition happens. Yes, there's a shift in the feel, but this fits perfectly with the number before it. It's synth rock. I'm so excited that we're getting into the rockier tracks again, but we're at a 77, a slow, a 77 BPM. Doesn't sound like it. It's in a 4-4 shuffle beat, which contributes to that faster feel, but it's also the arrangement of this song. This is highly experimental. But very interesting to listen to. We're in F major. We're all in this together. That's the feel of this song. As they swoop in, dive in. This is a little bit, coming from Freddie, like Seven Seas of Rye all over again. Carrying the fanfare we heard in Brian's previous Flash to the Rescue. Yes. That Volton's theme was alluded to. There was a sprinkle of it in the previous number, and we hear it in full force here. And Freddie does a brilliant job with these chords and that rousing arrangement, bonus Roger's drums. It's so great to have them back in a louder capacity. Even John's hooky riff gets us going. This is more melodic than the last few numbers, but still incorporates plenty of dialogue and intrigue. And amazingly, 
played four times in 1981, all in Japan. They must have responded well to this. They must have loved it. Honestly, I'd have loved to hear this live. It's got a great energy about it. Rolling jungle drums that catapult us into the air and into the accented bass line. Go, John. That synthesized, brassy fanfare carries on. Scattered attacks zooming around us. Die! Screams and swells of energized electronics pulse in and out. The drums never stop. A favorite feature here. The theme gallops ahead, and if they weren't flying in the film, you'd assume they were on horses, sprinting across a plane with bows and arrows, those dramatic major chords that burst into the madness, into the madness. That's actually a great song from an entirely different artist, Jennifer Page. (laughs) To the madness, excuse me, to the madness. But back to Queen, we're bursting forth. Our last track we're going to talk about today, but probably my favorite, certainly my favorite of these three, and one of my favorites here on this album, I think. This is Back to Brian, BTB, Battle Theme. Lots of Bs and Ts happening here. This is dive number 103, track 13, and we're getting through them on this album. Again, a synth rock number. 116 beats per minute, a very comfortable tempo. Very energized, though, with this classic rock arrangement. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's lively. Four, four times signature. And we're in A major this time. Here they come. If it wasn't obvious, here they come. The perfect segue into this rocking number from the previous track. It incorporates Flash's theme, also Volton's theme, which we just talked about, in a livelier Major versus minor key, more energetic, positive style, positive sound. I want to talk about major versus minor again. Major, a major chord has a half step higher from the first to the third note versus minor keys, which is a half step lower. When you have that half step lower with a minor key, and I wish I had a keyboard in front of me so I could visually show you guys this if you're not familiar with it. It creates a tension and a spookiness or a sadness, perhaps, like Moonlight Sonata. It's beautiful, but it's very sad sounding, to me at least. So this is in A major, whereas Flash's theme is in A minor. So this immediately shifts the feel into something else entirely. And I love that we get that here. It's such a simple change, but it works wonders. It's rousing and inspiring and encouraging. And that's exactly what we need at this moment in this film. Or even if you haven't seen the film, at this moment in the soundtrack, we've had a lot of brief, succinct, fully realized, yes, but very short themes. Littered with sound effects and dialogue. It's been a little while since we've had a full-on rock number. And when we get it here, it's like coming back into a world that we've missed desperately from Queen. Power guitar chords, heavy bass, cymbals galore, and all the rolling drums we could ever want. This, this is Queen and all their rocking glory. I know that's cheesy. Whatever. I love Queen in moments like this. 
just the right amount of synthesized themes, explosions, shouts of dialogue. It's like everything we've heard thus far on this album culminates into this. Every time every whisper of intrigue explodes, I'm going in after him. Don't hold back, Flash, because Queen definitely isn't. There's no doubt who wins this battle in the story. Punchy chords, the unrelenting drums, Queen are all in this. And it's a welcome energized number, a welcome return to that sound and that energy from the boys. This was played 22 times from 80 to 81, various locations. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad because this song live, oh my goodness. This is all Brian. (laughs) This is Brian's song live. I managed to find a 1980 performance from Essen in Germany. And it's very distorted and the quality's not good. And that's perhaps why the guitar stands out more than anything else, except maybe the drums. The bass is there, but it's quite muted. It's quite thin sounding. So this is all Brian's power chords. But you know what? The same energy. The same feel we get from numbers like Brian's Tie Your Mother Down, from numbers like the earlier Death on Two Legs or the later Dragon Attack, of course, from Freddie and Brian, respectively. We get that here. We get that energized, uppity, very excited feel from the live performance. And I wish I could find and listen to more because I'd love to hear some better quality performances of the song. But... Nonetheless, that one I was able to find was quite fun and energized and ecstatic sounding. You can really tell, I, I feel like I can tell when the guys are digging in more than they do on other tracks. There are moments, despite their brilliance, where depending on the night, the performance, the venue, the audience, etc., there's so many facets to a live performance. There's so many variables there. You can tell when they're more on. And actually in this particular performance, they sound quite on. So I'd love to listen to more. Essen, 1980. This song though, here is why I love it so much. Those drums again. Roger, what is happening? Brian, power, bluesy, full-on rocking guitar chords. That's like a signature of his. Some of these moves we hear in there, those those bent chords, very much a Brian thing. He is soaring here. And those synths that echo the earlier themes in perfect harmony, literally. The guys are on fire and I can't get enough of the cymbals and bent guitar chords, especially together. Fire it up, zoom in, do your thing. Ordinarily, I'd think the synthesized fanfare was way too cheesy, but here... That gorgeous, full, harmonized flash in major key, sung by the boys, it's fabulous. With that fanfare, it's fabulous. The ending crescendos into this forceful, impressive drum outro, littered with sound effects and perfectly accented with an explosion. This is definitely one of my favorite tracks on the album, so far at least. It's melodic. It's full of exciting, aggressive drums and rolls and fills and plenty of electric guitar grit. And it's fun. Repetitive, yeah, but full-on queen. And it ends very abruptly. 
too soon, too fast. I would love it if this was a good, solid minute or two longer. In fact, I'd love a whole guitar solo from Brian. It almost feels like we're getting that from him here simply because we haven't had a whole lot of electric guitar, not like this, on the album Flash Gordon. So it's great to get that here, and I want more. Alas, that is it. We don't get any more. Three more tracks for you in their brevity, of course. Flash to the Rescue, Volton's theme, Attack of the Hawkmen, and Battle theme. Battle. (laughs) Every time I say it that way, I think of Andy from The Office. Never mind. It's just a line. It's great. But that is it today. That's it, guys. Three tracks for you. And I'm excited to be back at this. I do have to admit that for a time there, when I took my unintentional break from this, I, I haven't done a Queen Deep Dive in about a month now. I thought to myself, I feel very lackadaisical about these. And I've talked about how I kind of hit a wall before I started this album. And I was hoping this would reinvigorate me to go through this one-off anomaly soundtrack album in Queen's catalog. But it's actually been a little bit strange, if I'm honest. I'm looking forward to getting back to the classic album structure simply because there's more to talk about. There's so much missing from these songs that I would like to touch on, like comments from the guys or comments from the press, you know, but but because of the nature of this album, we simply don't have those elements or assets or resources. We just don't have them. And I've scoured places and looked all over the place and just don't have a whole lot to say about some of these numbers. But it does provide a unique experience for me. And because, again, this is a soundtrack album, we're talking about something that is accompanying, accompanying, I can't even say that word. It is a partnership with the film, with the visuals, with the experience. In fact, if that film didn't have this soundtrack and the, the soundscape it creates, I imagine it would be a very odd perhaps even more disliked, loathed, at least by people who currently don't care for the film. I've developed a greater appreciation for this album as I've listened to these numbers over and over again. Because as a reminder, I didn't listen to this album in its entirety. I'd heard bits and pieces, but I did not listen to it until I got to this album to do these deep dives. So everything is very new to me. It's a different side of Queen, which I expected, but there's elements of this that consistently surprise me. And I love how the guys have a way of grasping an emotion or a moment in a film like this and making it something more, emphasizing the weight, the darkness, the brightness, what have you. All of that comes together here, and they do a pretty remarkable job doing it. So this stands alone from the the film itself and its visuals very well. I think I'm, my sentiment around that has changed a little bit. When I first started going through these songs, when I first listened to them, I thought, I I don't know if they really do stand up on their own very well. But I, I think if I suspend the knowledge I have about the film and the story, now that I've seen it, I do think you can listen to this without the film and enjoy it. 
very much. And part of that is the seriousness behind the music. The guys create a very deep, it's just an atmosphere that pulls you in. It really does. It sucks you into a story that you could perhaps make up as you listen to this if you haven't seen the film. It's something that you could create your own world in. And that's a pretty big accomplishment. So kudos to the guys. I've mentioned that before, but I I wanted to touch on that again as I wrap up these three numbers. I'm getting closer to finishing this album. I've got two, three, four, five. So perhaps I will be done with this in two more dives. Two more. Then again, mm. okay, the last song may deserve its own special Queen Deep Dive, which would be a nice segue back into my quote unquote normal dives as we get into the next studio album from the boys, which is going to be such an explosive shift in sound and attitude. If you're not already familiar with it, oh, we're going to talk all about that. But that is for another episode. Keep yourselves alive. Have a wonderful day, evening, night. A marvelous one. Fabulous, darling. Dears. Lovies, as Freddie would say. I'm glad to be back at this. And I will be back. I'll be back. Again, of course. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>